we have a really special offer today and I'm so excited to share it with you. The ultimate giveaway. Do you want to receive one of our planners for free or would you like access to our Instagram growth course worth £59? At My Bump to Baby, we are massively passionate about making sure parents have the protection in place that they need should the worst happen. If you choose to book in with your nearest family law solicitor today to have a look and a chat about your will, or if you book in with your financial advisor to review your family protection or your pension, we will give you access to either our Instagram course with £59 or we will send you one of our amazing planners completely free of charge. To qualify for this, all you need to do is fill in the form at the bottom of this podcast and we will book you in with your nearest advisor. You don't need to take out a policy and you don't need to take out a will. It's just simply having a chat to make sure that you have the protection that you need should the worst happen. We are so excited to bring you this offer and we hope you take advantage of it because protecting your family is the most important decision that you could make today. My Bump to Baby is one of the UK's leading parenting platforms. You can find local pregnancy to preschool groups, classes and lessons wherever you are in the UK. Not only that, but you can read our honest reviews on the latest products, days out and services that you as parents need to know about. We also work with trusted financial advisors, family law solicitors and now estate agents too. If you would like to find your nearest trusted expert, head over to www.mybump2baby.com. Are you a parent looking to start a small business? Perhaps you've no idea where to start. Or maybe you've already got a small business and you're struggling to take it to that next level. My Bumped Baby is here to support you. My Bump to Baby business offers training packages, mentorship programs, one-to-one support and e-courses. If you would like more information on how to grow your business with My Bump to Baby, then email us. Our email address is info at mybump2baby.com. Hello and welcome to My Bump to Baby Expert Podcast, where we bring experts from all over the UK to answer your questions on everything pregnancy to preschool. Today, I am joined by the lovely Leslie-Anne from Cells for Life. Leslie-Anne is the Chief Scientific Officer. Leslie-Anne holds a PhD and was previously group leader for the Institute of Cancer Research. 
Leslie Ann's expertise is in the development of model systems for the identification of phenotypic and genotypic alterations that influence the response or resistance of cancer therapies and the translation of these into novel treatments and biomarkers. Leslie Ann has a strong academic background and has published over 170 manuscripts in high impact journals, including Lancet, Journal of Clinical Oncology, Nature Communications, Cancer Cell, Cancer Discovery, Cancer Research and Clinical Cancer Research, for which she also acts as a peer reviewer. She has acted as an advisor for Novartis, Genentech, AstraZeneca and has held several academic industrial awards. Leslie Ann has presented her research all over the world at numerous prestigious meetings, including AACR, SABCS, ESMO and ECC. She is passionate about the use of stem cells, cellular therapies and regenerative medicine. Hello, everybody, and welcome to My Bumped Babies Expert Podcast. Today, I am joined by Leslie, the Chief Scientific Officer from Cells for Life, and we're going to be talking all about stem cell banking. So hello, Leslie. How are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. It's a pleasure to join you. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, I'm really, really excited to talk to you about this subject. So can we get started with what is Cells for Life? Well, Cells for Life is actually the UK's leading umbilical cord blood stem cell bank. So our goal is to store stem cells from babies. Wow. Right. This this really, I'm really excited to talk to you about this subject because I think people, a lot of parents, very like me when I first had my son, didn't realise about the huge benefits um, that this has. So before I get into that, though, can we talk about, because you, you've launched the company didn't you can you tell us a little bit about how it all started yes so um, my husband and I are both scientists so I led a research team at the Institute of Cancer Research for 20 years and and my husband was there as well so our our training is in in cancer actually in virology and uh, during our time we became very aware of the field of regenerative medicine which is a branch of medicine that's developing quite rapidly now And it looks at methods to regrow, repair or replace damaged or diseased cells, organs and tissues. And the field harnesses the power of stem cells. And my husband and I became aware that umbilical cord blood is a very rich source of these cells. And we wanted to store our daughter's cord blood so that we could maybe access it in the future for regenerative medicine purposes. But uh, what we found was that there weren't really any companies that fit the criteria that we wanted. And so together with a, a medical colleague, we launched Cells for Life and our daughter was actually patient one and her and her brother's cord blood are stored in our facility ready should they require it in the future. So we started in 2002 and as you can imagine, as scientists and doctors, we soon had many colleagues and friends wishing to store their baby's umbilical cord blood and from that we grew. Wow, it sounds amazing. Obviously, I've heard of you guys. And, um, you know, I think there's 
a lot of a lot we're, we're a lot more aware aren't we of all different illnesses that can come about um unfortunately but it is good in a way um you know with the internet now we're a lot more aware of all these things but there's so much that you can do and and it, this this kind of thing i think a lot of parents might not be aware that you offer such things so so can you tell me a little bit more about what is clawed blood and tissue banking then um and the stem cell storage how that works Yes, certainly. So cord blood is the blood that remains in the placenta and the umbilical cord after the birth of your baby. And cord blood and umbilical cord tissue and placenta are extremely rich in these stem cells. So stem cells are sort of like the building blocks for all of our tissues. They're rather like the blank canvas. And so these stem cells can be used to generate different tissues in your body. And it's sad to think that once your baby is born, your placenta is normally thrown away along with the very rich source of stem cells in the cord blood. And so cord blood and tissue banking seeks to preserve the stem cells for future therapeutic uses. It's so interesting. So, so could you give me a couple of examples of what, what this can be used for then? Oh, gosh, yes. Um, so I, I've got to go back in history, really. Yeah. Um, so I think since 1988, if we think about the numbers, there's been more than a million stem cell treatments worldwide. Wow. And umbilical cord blood stem cells are a recognized therapy, actually, for over 80 diseases. Um, and these include various cancers, like some of the solid cancers, such as neuroblastoma. And they can also be used to treat um, cancers such as leukemia, lymphoma, myeloma. But I think it's important to note that the chance of you using cord blood to treat your own child should it develop leukemia is actually very rare, but it could be used for a sibling, for instance. Wow. But um, Cord blood can be used to treat other blood disorders, so genetic disorders such as sickle cell anemia and immune disorders. I don't know whether you've heard of a, a thing called SCID, which is where a child's immune system is completely compromised. You can actually use cord blood, um, which replaces the bone marrow and regenerates the immune system. So there are now hundreds of clinical trials investigating the use of stem cells to treat common and often life-threatening conditions. So there are many clinical trials looking at use of stem cells for the treatment of heart disease, for instance, so inoperable heart disease, um, Alzheimer's, diabetes. And more recently, we're seeing a move towards the use of stem cells for neurological disorders. So treatment of strokes, cerebral palsy, multiple sclerosis, and even autism. And in that arena, we work with Duke University. So we've had several cord blood samples that have been released to treat children with autism. Wow, gosh, that is, that is amazing. Really, really. I mean, these are all things that you think of, you know, when when you get older. I mean, how, how long do the how long, you know, you're banking it? How long yes. does it last? Oh, over 25 years. So the cells are actually kept in liquid nitrogen which is below minus 190 degrees so they're they're almost in suspended animation and then when you need them you just defrost them that's and they become viable again that's brilliant and and you mentioned siblings can use 
these yes. this yes. could could a parent use it if if they became unwell or yes absolutely so if we think that um, your child is is 50% mum and 50% dad um, we call that uh, haploidentical, which means that your your baby's stem cells will be a 50% match to you. So you could certainly use it for, for a parent. Gosh, that, that blows my mind. It's amazing. Wow. So why is the number of cells important and how does Cells for Life ensure parents get as many as possible? Oh, that's a very important question. Um, so it's been shown clinically that the therapeutic benefit is directly determined by the number of viable stem cells that are introduced into a patient. And the reason for this is that when we do inject the cells into the patient, obviously some of them will die. But at Cells for Life, we've also been looking at the impact of processing and thawing on stem cells using different technologies. And you can lose up to 40 to 90 percent of the stem cells before you actually get them to the child, which means that with a lower number of cells, you'd only be able to treat a child that's of a, of a young age or, or a small size. And uh, what we've been trying to do is develop optimal processing systems so that we can isolate as many stem cells as possible. So I'm probably going to go on a long story now. No, but, no, it's brilliant. Um, the more information, the better. <laughs> what we wanted to do was to look scientifically at what the problems are. So one of the things you have is once you've isolated and stored the stem cells, they've got a lot of red blood cells with them. And those red blood cells can be um, involved in rejection, you know, the, the, the rhesus and graft versus host problem. And so what uh, clinicians will do is they'll wash those stem cells to get rid of the red blood cells that are contaminating the sample. And in so doing, you're actually dropping the number of stem cells that you've got to inject into your patient. Um, so what we did was to develop a system that could get rid of those contaminating red blood cells and remove the need to wash the sample prior to transfusion. So by doing that, we can isolate more stem cells. And secondly, what we wanted to do was to generate a system which was compatible with delayed cord clamping. And I'll probably come back to that a bit later mm -hmm. on. So we developed a platform technology called Totisite, which is our Cells Plus system. And Totisite is a, a CE marked medical device. And we can isolate three times more stem cells using this technology. So we took our data to the scientific community for peer review. That's very important because you want other scientists to agree with your findings. And our findings are actually published. But we've been able to show that using Totisite, we can isolate three times more stem cells compared to other commercial platforms that are used. Now, the importance of that is that if you think about a small cord blood volume, say 10 mils, we can isolate the same number of stem cells from that 10 mils that 
other systems would require 30 mils to capture. Wow. So now you've got a system where you've optimized the number of stem cells that you're isolating and you're reducing the volume of cord blood that you need. So therefore, by having three times more stem cells, we can treat larger children. That's brilliant. Wow. And the fact you've had other scientists like, you know, it Yes. involved in the process I mean it just adds a lot more confidence doesn't it, it to does. people yes I when mean they're... when exactly when you've when you've got stem cell scientists from around the world that are looking at your findings in detail they're looking at your raw data they're checking your statistics mm. and all of your processes then you feel confident in in your claims that's incredible it really is wow so you offer placenta banking don't you so is that is that part of stem cell side of things or is that separate that's actually separate so I think scientifically well as a company we're we're clearly research driven Mm -hmm. and we try and stay ahead of the literature and it's been very clear in recent years that stem cells from different sources have different therapeutic properties. And we were offering storage of umbilical cord blood and umbilical cord tissue. So umbilical cord tissue has a high number of what we call mesenchymal stem cells. And these are the ones that have had a lot of uh, research done around the use in regenerative medicine and for use in treatment of things like diabetes, heart disease, strokes. But more recently, it's been shown that the stem cells isolated from placenta have different properties. So if we think back, I mean, for instance, you know, since 1910, amniotic membrane has been used to treat burns and and to relieve scarring. And clinical trials have shown that cells from the placenta are effective at treating diabetes, and they're probably more effective at treating diabetes than those from umbilical cord tissue, whereas those from umbilical cord tissue are better at treating osteoarthritis. So we thought, right, we need to offer more sources for parents to take on board. And if I had known this at the time, I would have absolutely stored my placenta. Um, I mean, even even now, you know, in America, they're looking at placental immune cells. So they're isolating these immune cells and they're testing them for potential therapies for certain cancers because these immune cells are naive. You can reprogram them to recognize the the cancers. I mean, it's just phenomenal what's out there. That's incredible. So with the placenta banking and obviously the stem cell side of things, would they be, could you do both for one? Or if you had siblings, would you do maybe one for the stem cell for one and then the placenta banking for the other? How how would that work? I mean, basically you you can do what we did is to try and develop almost like a lock and load system where, where parents can choose what they want. So they may decide that they'd like cord blood and umbilical cord tissue and chorionic villi or they may choose that they want cord blood umbilical tissue umbilical cord tissue and amnion or they may want everything they can choose 
what they want. So as you say, it may be that for a sibling, you might want to select the placenta, whereas for um, the other child, you may have selected the cord blood and the umbilical cord tissue. But I would definitely think about the cord blood from each child and then maybe the placenta or umbilical cord tissue from one or, or one of the others if you couldn't have the whole package. But as I say, I mean, this is amenable to you choosing your own package. And um, we have people on board that will advise you sort of the best system that, that you can choose. That's amazing. Yeah, because I imagine it's a bit of a, a minefield, yeah. really, because, you know, there's so many benefits for, for all of those, it sounds like. So, yeah, having having that support there and just to talk it through with someone's really useful. Yes. yes. Um, so so how is Cells for Life then different? I know, obviously, we spoke about um, how you guys have scientists that come in and look over everything. Is there anything else? Well, I think, you know, all companies say that they care about their customers, but we have striven to provide the best service and to move with the science. Um, we've been unique in our Cells Plus system to allow customers to take advantage of you know the delayed cord clamping so we can still isolate stem cells from very small blood volumes which is always a concern for for, for clients we've been the first to bring online the placental banking being aware of what the future holds and we are very rigorous with our validations and our procedures and we work under the human tissue authority so the human tissue authority um, governs all transplantations and we seek advice from them when necessary and they govern us so they check that our facilities and our processes are suitable for transplantation what we also offer is a unique stem cell insurance policy so that no matter the financial circumstances, you would never be inhibited from accessing any stem cell treatment for you or one of your family members. So should you need your stem cells, this insurance policy will make sure that you can access them and use them. But I think one of the important things for me, as we know, childbirth is never predictable. No. Um, and so our labs operate 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year wow. in order to process the samples as quickly as possible, because we know that speed of process and freezing is very important. That's really useful. That particular point that you said about um, with the financial situation, because if your child did become unwell, a lot of the time, you know, you might have to give up work. Your financial situation might change, you know, while while you're trying to kind of navigate life with, with uh, you know, a, an ill child. Um, and, and you know, you might think, you know, you might not be able to in your head think, oh, gosh, we won't be able to afford that. But having that extra reassurance to know that you can get hold of that, that that's incredible. Yeah, I think it is very important because if you've got the cells, you want to be able to access them. Definitely. Absolutely. So is Cells for Life then compatible with the delayed cord clamping? Because you read more and more about this cord clamping now, don't you? Yes, I'm quite passionate about this. Yeah. I think. So a delay in cord clamping is a process where 
the, the umbilical cord isn't clamped immediately. And so the blood within the cord goes into the baby. And it's been shown that, that babies well, in sort of clinical studies of children that have had delayed cord clamping, that they have a better start in life. So they've done tests on things like um, development of um, neurological function, um, progression, etc. And it has been shown that um, children that do have delayed cord clamping do fare better. And as a consequence of this, it's now recommended by the National Institutes for Health and Care Excellence, so NICE, and there's increasing awareness and more and more parents because of this are turning to delayed or the optimal cord clamping to give their babies the best possible start. And at Cells for Life, we do feel that, you know, the baby comes first. And this is why we've developed platform technologies that are compatible with the delayed cord clamping. That's amazing. It's really, really interesting. So so could you tell me a little bit more about what the actual process is then if someone wants to do this? How, what's involved? How does it work? Well, um, first of all, I would recommend that people go and take a look at our website because there's a lot of information there. Mm-hmm. And then you can give us a call and speak to one of our advisors and they will tell you all about the process. In summary, what we would do is um, send you out a welcome pack and the welcome pack will tell you about what will happen on the day of your baby's birth. Um, It will have in it a consent form because we will consent the mother so that we can take the umbilical cord blood, the placenta and umbilical cord tissue or whatever um, tissues uh, the, the mother would decide is going to be processed you then have a kit that's sent to you and in the kit you will have all of the items that are required for the procurement of the umbilical cord blood the tissue and the placenta and you have a dedicated phlebotomist that is personally for you when you go into labour, you would ring your phlebotomist, remembering to take your kit to the hospital with you. If you forget your kit, our phlebotomists all hold kits themselves. Yeah. In case of that, because we know in that frantic moment of looking for your bag, you've forgotten your kit, but you do have the baby grows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the hat. <laughs> and the hat. <laughs> um, yes. And um, so um, you you ring your your phlebotomist, and um, The process actually takes place after the third stage of labor. So the once the placenta, you've given birth to the placenta, that's all taken away from you. You are then not disturbed. And the phlebotomist then isolates the blood and the tissue, packages it, will come back and show either mum or the partner that uh, everything has been packaged and they just sign to show that they've agreed and then you call the medical courier who's a dedicated courier for you they'll come and pick up the uh, samples and they're brought straight into the laboratory where they are processed we also take a blood sample from the mum which is a maternal sample that's tested for serology that's the normal thing that's happened that happens with um, blood donations so the samples tested for hiv hepatitis b hepatitis c syphilis and htlv12 
So that's just standard serology. In actual fact, mum will be screened for those during pregnancy as well. I thought that. Yeah, you do get yeah. those checks, don't you? That's right. And then once the um, once the samples have been processed within our laboratory, we're measuring the viability of the sample during processing. And we then put the processed tissue into cryogenic storage. It's tested for bacterial contamination, et cetera, to make sure it's clean. And then a certificate is provided to the parents. Wow. And that's the process. That's brilliant. And then that is stored in case you ever need it. And that that's however long. Yes, that's brilliant. And can I just ask a question that popped into my mind uh, while you were talking then? Does it make any difference if you have a C-section? No, no, we can still. Yes, because the the placenta again would just be taken away. So generally what happens is the placenta has a gross inspection by the midwife to check for things like calcification. And after that point, it's just handed to the phlebotomist and they go into a separate room and do all of the processing. So it doesn't interfere with mum and the baby and partner because you don't want that going on. You want to <laughs> see your baby, don't you really? Yeah, no, that's brilliant. It's it's so interesting and, and really, really good. Obviously, we'll put the link to um, the website on the show notes. Um, but if someone wants to contact you um, guys directly, which is the best way for them to do it? Telephone or? Yes, by telephone. Yes. Okay. And um, and they will get straight through to to one of our advisors. Okay, and we'll make sure that telephone number is on there as well. So um, thank you so much, Leslie. It's been really, really interesting. Is there anything else that you think I need to add, add that I've not asked you? No, I think I think that's a really comprehensive set of questions, actually. I was really impressed with you knowing about the importance of cell number. <laughs> yes, I know. Well, the thing is, I think there's there's so much to it, isn't there? But but with with all this side of things I mean the thing is it's keeping our little ones safe and it's it's making sure that we do everything we can you know at the time of the birth but then also into the future as well and making sure you know that we've got as much as much protection as we can for them I I couldn't agree with you more I mean I think that sort of our children are going to be the the first sort of generation who are going to live to a hundred and when we think of all of the age-related disorders that they're going to suffer Um, regenerative medicine is definitely going to have a place in future therapies and we're seeing such a drive in it at the moment you you know with the with the various institutes looking at use of stem cells and uh, the speed in which it's going into clinical trial that it's only a matter of time before we're going to be seeing some of the exciting results that um, we're all anticipating yeah it's fantastic. It's brilliant. So so thank you so much for being our guest. And I'll make sure that I add uh, the link to the website and also a telephone number and an email address as well, just in case anyone wants to contact someone directly straight away. Perfect. Thank you, Carla. It's a pleasure. Oh, thank you.
Thanks for listening to today's episode of My Bumped Baby Expert Podcast. For any more information, see our show notes where you'll be able to speak to Sales for Life directly. Are you tired of hustling for new clients? Are you wanting a business that works for you instead of you working for it? Would you like to have a more flexible life, be able to be there more for your family and have a business that generates income on autopilot? If the answer is yes, you need to join My Bumped Baby's Digital Marketing Business Academy. In this area, we show you how to grow and scale your business for online success. To join the Academy, click the link below this podcast where we can help you grow and scale your business so that you can have more freedom, more flexibility and spend more time doing the things you love without having to sacrifice your income.